What's up, Carl? No, I can't hear you. Yeah, I think he froze. <laughs> She's awesome. Because the technology, I can just join you. Hello. Can't hear you, Carl. We lost Chris. No, I'm here. I guess the technology is the Wi-Fi. I'm in the Carl. middle of the desert. I was going to say, you're in the desert. Yeah, I'm going to get closer to the Wi-Fi. Oh, there you go. So congr congratulations. Thank you. Wow, it's a, it's a nice surprise to have somebody on the school board yeah. like you. Oh, well, I, used thank to, you. I used to work for the school district, and it was uh, it's always interesting sitting in meetings. It always had, like, the, you know, the directors, all the executives, all the secretaries, the note takers. I would be sitting in some meetings. I was like a coordinator three or something like that. <laughs> There'd be these meetings where we were spending like $10,000 an hour of just staff time. That's crazy. And we'd be in there for three, four hours sometimes. Well, have my a, goal have, a, have a lunch. Down to like two hours. That would be the greatest thing. It was, uh, it was exhausting working there. Just yeah. like morally, like like having my beliefs and just, I went in thinking one thing and then saw something completely different. Yeah. Like I'm, ha I'm helping kids and I'm like, no, we're robbing kids. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> see it now. Like as I'm, as I'm going in to it and like we went through and we did the board orientation and it's like a whole new training setup. So you get to really see like the background of it, um, of why things happen the way they do. I'll say that a lot of it, um, is kind of misunderstood. There's some things that could be working better. That's not, um, and I think a lot of it's just, it's just, it's such a big district. And I think that's part of the problem because it's so large. It's just oh. hard to handle. Problems get lost. Yes. The next problem, which was bigger, it's like a triage. Yeah, yes. I see the issues. I saw the issues completely. And people just kind of get siloed up in their departments, especially the admins. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to deal with these problems and these problems alone yeah. so we'll have like in, you know those enrichment meetings where everybody talks i guess <clears throat> what's order those meetings called i forget like the not the board meetings but like the director like meetings, like work session development meetings yeah those type of things so they, they talk about how they can help each other that type of thing so those are always good i was like everybody's trying to go in the right directions but it's like the parking brake is on they're just like yeah. nope, nope can't change can't I change yeah, I think what I see the most is that there's a, a lot of chiefs and not enough Indians. That could be very, that's a good description, yeah. Yeah, a lot of chiefs, and no one ever is responsible for anything either. That's what's weird. It's like a circle. It's easy to pass the buck when there's hundreds of other departments. It's always a circle. This one little thing didn't fall through and always comes down to, well, they weren't funded well enough. Yeah. Let's try again. Yeah, but that's not necessarily, and exactly, that's not necessarily even the truth of it. So my goal is, you know, because like my first board meeting, so my first board session will be January 6th, and then my first board meeting is January 14th. My goal is that after every single board meeting, I can do like a five-minute kind of synopsis for voters and so that they can understand why um, certain things happen and, and what's going on. Um, I think that that's very important, especially to voters, just because they don't get that background information. Um, they don't really... You know, I mean, the average voter is not necessarily watching six hour, seven hour meetings all day long and reading, 
uh, hundreds mm -hmm. of policies to understand it. Um, that's kind of like why I got elected. So that's what I do. <laughs> I just read and read and read and watch everything else. So, um, and so my goal you're is you're gonna to you're. Yeah, no you're going to learn you're going to learn so much that you had no idea. Oh, absolutely. Like there's there's going to be layers to this onion. You're going to be like we did what when why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I I mean I'm already learning that honestly. Like there's so many things that I'm just like, "Oh, okay, like now like I understand like certain things that happen. I'm like, okay, I understand why that happened. Now it's hard to tell that to the public um cuz there yeah. are certain laws now that I'm bound by." Yeah. yeah. And so if, and that's um, yeah. And that's really hard because, you know, so we have open government laws in Nevada, right? Where basically everything that is done has to be out done out in the open. What that prevents though, is it doesn't allow me to speak about it beforehand only after. <laughs> so it's like, I can't really inform the, inform the voters of what's going on until after we've had the meeting about it because open government laws prevent from doing so yeah it's a it's like those ones weird things that you kind of know about going into it but then once you get there like they lay it on they lay it out to you right it's like yeah can't yeah <laughs> you're like, what and then you're yeah, like oh, it's it makes a, sense. yeah no it's, it's is there a, on here? <clears throat> yeah i'm still here is there an indoctrination that you have to go through where they teach you all the rules where you have to sit down and like new board member uh yeah so i uh, they just they just started this cycle. So um, my myself and uh, Lisa Guzman and uh, Evelyn Garcia Morales, we went through this big board training. So it's four days of like eight hour days. I think the last day is a four hour day. Um, but you go through all of the policies. You go through all of the directors um, for each department. You meet with so many different people uh, in a four day period. And so they break it up a little bit. Like I had two days last week and two days this week. So it was a little bit easier mentally to kind of decompress and, and gather it all. But still, they're still only, I mean, they're only glossing over it because it dives so deep into it. And so then they give you all this material that they want you to read. Um, and obviously, like, they can't force you to read it. I'm not writing a book report on it or anything like <laughs> that. Um, but I'm still, you know, obviously, I'm still reading it. I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, and so the, the more you dive into it, like you meet with the, the CCSD lawyers, you meet with your lawyer, um, you meet with the financial department. You meet with the building facilities department. Just think, just think about that. Hold on a second. Did you ever yeah. have a lawyer like before this? Well, like, did you I, just I have I like have. a lawyer? I, I ran a business. I had a lawyer for that. Okay. <laughs> so that's a weird experience for itself, right? Like, yeah. I like mean, you, well, have to you have to bounce. You have to bounce your thoughts off your lawyer. Yeah. Right? Kind of the, That's that's a weird thing, right? So when you're talking to your lawyer, that's like the that's like the one exception to open government. Right. Because it's um, so if I say something to my lawyer, you know, I don't necessarily have to tell the public because I'm protected by law, basically attorney client privilege. But the moment I forward something or tell someone that I spoke about with my lawyer, then I can be held liable for breaking an open like an open meeting law. So it's like there's all these different kind of nuances and little kind of grievances that can happen. And so you have to learn all of this. Um, because now if you violate open meeting laws, I mean, it's a misdemeanor crime. You can actually be fined for it. I mean, most, most likely uh, they'll throw it out and it's more kind of like a, Hey, don't do that anymore. Um, but that's why they have, you know, lawyers and they have all these different department heads. We have a liaison that helps us kind of guide through certain things. That's his whole job is to guide us through a lot of this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting. 
So this is like when you when yeah, and like when you guys help kids. You well, know, it's like it's like you guys it's like you're buried as soon as you get in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I get I get sworn in on uh, January fourth. And then after so that's why they're doing the training now, so that we have a couple of weeks to kind of get ahead of ourselves and like read that information so that by the time that we have our first work session and our first board meeting, we can kind of roll into it a little bit. Again, this is the first time they've done this training for board members. So all your current board members that are there, the only one that's gone through it is Trusty Brooks because mm. like, because she came on and they, she was the first set of board training. And so um, it, it changed through the years, right? So uh, Trusty Cavazos hasn't had some of this training and Trusty Ford hasn't, um, not that they, you know, that they need it or anything. They've been there for a while. They kind of know the rules and laws mm. and regulations and things like that. Yeah, that's uh, what I was well, gonna say. Yeah, that's I your actually, actually that's your training. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I but I think it's important. I think it's good because I feel that even though, and I know that I differ politically from all the other trustees. Like it's very apparent. Um, I don't think any of them are bad people. Um, and it's very it's it's good in a sense because I feel like we can one bounce bounce ideas off of each other, even though we disagree. Um, I think that we're gonna be able to work well with each other. I think there's maybe one or two that I may have a couple issues with every now and then, but I don't think that we'll ever be unprofessional towards each other. Um, but you yeah, can just, just kind of rise above it. Yeah. Just rise above it. Just like, yeah. Like you can just kind I'll, of always, always keep the focus. I'll, always keep the focus on the children. Just like yeah. rise above that, you know, petty political. Yeah. So left, right, blue, red stuff. That. I have to tell you the story. So I don't know if you guys saw the, the news story that came out about me last night. Um, but uh, KSNV3, whatever, did a story on me. So what they did originally is they reached out to me and they asked me um, for a live interview uh, about my tweets regarding the BLM movement and uh, my LGBT tweets and yeah. things like that. So I sent a statement, um, you know, because like, it's kind of like President Trump, like, do I really have to denounce white supremacy every single time you guys talk to me? Like, I'm not a white supremacist, yeah. <laughs> like, you know? I you kind of get annoyed with having to say the things over and over and over again. And I'm like, listen, I've already addressed all this stuff. If you guys want to know what I feel about it, just like research. So we denied, we declined the, the live interview and we just sent over a statement. And so, because, you know, the news reporter didn't necessarily get the story she wanted. Um, yeah. She didn't get the one liner that she wanted from me. Uh, she put out a story that was just like, eh, kind of like whatever. Um, and she put it out last night at midnight <laughs> or I guess this morning at midnight. So it would have, it would have gotten buried had I not seen it. Um, and so of course I, you know, retweeted it. So if you watch the story, it's really funny because uh, some yeah. of the teachers that are in there, there's like three teachers that complained about me. And so they made a new story about it. There's like 19,000 teachers. So I'm like, I'm not really worried about that. But, they, <laughs> but in there, one of the they teachers. Don't even know, and they, and and they don't even know you. They just know what people say about yeah, you. Yeah. So it's the best part about this, yeah. though, is that one of the teachers even admits they're like, I think Katie truly is doing what's best for the students, but she has to pay attention to us, too. And I'm like, my whole job as a trustee is to do what's best for students. Right. Teachers have teachers unions and administrators have administrator unions and the police officers have their police unions. Like their whole point is like to have their unions to do the bargaining for them with the district, my job as an elected official is to take care of kids. And so it was funny to me that they flat out admitted that they know that I'm doing what's best for kids, but <laughs> they want me to do what's best for them. So I thought that was kind of funny. Carl, you've got a handful mm -hmm. of people that uh, treat the school district the way we treat the uh, local party and it's their theater. 
And they, they, yeah, yes. they're, they're thrilled that Katie is yeah. is there. They spend their days just uh, posting things on these uh, message boards. On I, 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 oh, really? I feel, like, I feel like she's a kindred. I feel like you're a kindred spirit of ours. Oh, we, we did the same. Just oh, good. Just like in, in a different in a different power circle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I it's, love uh, to see these message yeah, boards. I've never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, this guy, um, uh, Brett Gilman, this guy, yeah. <laughs> uh, these, these people are, are going to try and like, uh, get Katie removed. This is, I mean, he's literally said, like, if I don't do anything else in this life, like I'm going to focus all of my power yeah. on removing her. I, I mean, we, we've had interactions with politicians where <laughs> we felt negatively about them. And instead we just find somebody to support. I think if Brett, really didn't want you in there he would mm -hmm. uh put his energies towards getting somebody to run against you i mean what, what or, did you or, cam or campaigning himself honestly yeah uh, so. i mean but yeah how badly did you beat uh uh jeff was it 64? it was twenty three thousand five hundred and some odd votes what was the percentage though so 61 to 39 jeez I mean, it's yeah. so weird that like way down ticket i said your race is like an analogy for kind of the you know the, the national race and it's just weird that there's such a a variance yeah. I don't so know i i compare my race to maybe the 2016 election for the presidential election right not comparing myself to donald trump or anything like that but just just the upset that it caused and it created um you know and everyone's just like oh she's using these trump style tactics or blah 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 i'm like listen i know how to use social media that's it that's all <laughs> like, I, mean, I just understand how the algorithm works and I use it to my advantage. I said, you guys are doing more than I from campaign. But you know talking about me and that makes that means I'm going to win. Right. It seems like uh, next time they cheat, they're just going to have to cheat farther down ticket. We'll see a, a, a massive shift or something. Well, and so I've said this for a long time, I think local politics are very, very important. I think a lot of people focus on the presidential run. They focus on the Senate and the Congress and the House, uh, the House of Representatives. And, um, that's where you need to be focused on. I mean, yeah, that stuff's important too and pay attention, but your more of your attention should go to your local races, like your state assembly and your state Senate and all that stuff because this is how your red states slowly turn blue because you have uh you know democratic you know candidates they'll run into the i guess to the race and they'll kind of present themselves as a moderate and then they'll win and then you know slowly but surely i mean we see it in nevada <laughs> you know happening very often so the fact that we can win any republican seats is great um, but we're still very much outnumbered. And so I think people need to understand that. Like they need to actually look at these races. This is why Texas is starting to turn blue. Unfortunately, you know, every single, you know, midterm, you see Texas get a little bit bluer and a little bit bluer. And it's because people aren't well, focused on the, the, the race. Well, here's what I break it down to. And I don't know, Chris, I'd live along the way here with me. Is I think just like conservatives are just good people who don't want to control people. Who don't want to, don't want to rule over people. And we just, we just, we sit back until we cannot sit back any longer. Yeah. And then, and then, the, the, and then the, <laughs> yeah, we look like nutcases screaming like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, <laughs> this is nuts. We were, we were good with that. We were good with that. Come, come on. And then yeah. when we stand up, we're the crazy ones. And then even people who think like us think we're the crazy ones because yeah. why would you, why would you expose yourself to these people? Yeah. that are you're trying to rule over us and control us 
right, Chris? I mean, it's like we. I'm wondering how we, long it's going to be until we have some sort of Waco Ruby Ridge. Uh, what? Yeah. what what else? Uh, the one in Oregon, some you know BLM standoff out here in Nevada. We'll get one of those. Well, it's very quick. different because you know, and it's kind of funny because even a lot of people look at me and they think I'm this crazy right wing extremist that I hate gay people and black people and Hispanic people, and I'm like, not like nothing could be further from the truth. And it's funny because I have a very dear friend of mine. Um, and she laughs because she's like, Katie, she's like, you're more of a moderate than most people think you are because there's a lot of views. I just take a libertarian approach on. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you do you, man. It's your life. I do not care. As long as you're not affecting the way I live my life, I'm happy. <laughs> kind of what Nevada used to be about. It was very yeah. libertarian. When I moved out here, it was, I mean, you know, legal prostitution. They were moving forward on legalizing cannabis quickly. There were all kinds of, I was like, oh, this place is really uh, got their head on their shoulders. And yeah. And then uh, you start running for office and you find out there's there's a lot more going on than you. Well, than, and yeah. I'll tell you this too. And it's just, it's, sometimes it's in the party that you run into, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm a registered Republican. There are many registered Republicans that do not like me. Um, I think partially it's because I've, I'm it's pretty new. <laughs> yeah, I think partially it's because I'm pretty new to Nevada and I kind of just blew up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and I think that they don't think that I, you know, earned my spot and that they, that I didn't bide my time enough. Oh, the place um, is full of carpetbaggers. Don't you worry about um, it. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. There's actually like the Listen. party heads are not like that. I'm actually really good friends with the, the GOP heads here in Nevada. Um, yeah, they're the, very nice the, the people. And the, that's, they, they typically just stay out of it. They're just like, nope, you do you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's moved here from somewhere else, but yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. there yeah. are some OGs like Michael McDonald, the state chair, but then there's other people that just moved from like Utah or New York or. Right, exactly. But, and, and again, I mean, I think Nevada kind of, it just, Nevada is freedom. That's what I think of when I, when I think of Nevada, because when I moved here, um, you know, I moved from Illinois, so I'll never forget the first time I saw some guy walking around in Smith's with a gun on his hip, and he wasn't a cop. <laughs> you know, um, that was just such an odd concept to me because in Illinois, you only have concealed carry. There is no such thing as open carry, and if you open carry, you will be stopped. You will be arrested. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's just one of those things. Very very odd. Um, but I just I just think of Nevada as freedom. You can do literally whatever you want here. And there's I think the only thing that's not legal is prostitution. And it's only in two counties where it's not legal. So everywhere else, no one cares. So. Yeah, I, I mean, we moved pretty aggressively towards legalizing cannabis, too. And mm -hmm. it's like, wow, it's uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't I would, know. I, I honestly always forget it's legal until I drive down the strip and then I can smell it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the factories and everything. But. Yeah. So, yeah it's pretty it gets pretty intense down there doesn't it it's just like yeah it, per, it permeates your vehicle you don't even have to have your windows down yeah well i remember when i was 21 and i came to vegas um the first time of legal age so it was a lot of fun but um but i you know i drugs was just never a thing in my life mm. <laughs> like oh, i never it's a plant but, well i mean just in general like i've never done any of that you know like it was me it was i just i always wanted to just have fun and and i'd go drinking with my friends and go out okay. and party and then i'd go home and that's right. basically what it was. There, there's a book that you can download for free okay. or, or buy it. It's a, it's a beautiful copy. Uh, the Emperor Has No Clothes by Jack Herrer. Okay. Entire history of the prohibition of this plant. Uh, okay. And all the things. I, I mean, it is amazing. Like just one little nugget. There was a film called Hemp for Victory. It was played in the 40s. They wanted farmers in 
uh, Michigan, Missouri, all the all the centers. Kentucky. Yeah. They wanted them all growing hemp because we had lost our connection to the Pacific Islands where uh, our Manila was grown. Uh, I mean, right. uh, we're in the Philippines. So uh, this film disappeared from the entire congressional record like it never happened. It got uh, memory hold. But Jack found a copy <laughs> and resubmitted it to the Library of Congress. It exists. You can watch Hemp for Victory. And, and, and then it just yeah. goes. You know, though, and I, and I say this, too, like, obviously, I don't smoke pot. I don't do drugs or anything like that. But I, you know, when you look at those things, I mean, there's all kinds of plants that out there do kind of crazy stuff to your brain. Um, you know, tobacco is one of them, too. <laughs> you know, it's well, just like... I mean, I, I could eat too many uh, peas or tomato leaves and kill myself, but, uh, you know, I could never <laughs> smoke enough weed to kill myself. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not enough toxins in it. I mean, you, you say know. peas, like as in the vegetable? Sure. Vegetables, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I could eat enough of that to kill myself, but I could never smoke <laughs> enough weed to, you know, to die. So no one's ever done it. It's been tried a million times. That's, that's funny. No, day. you're right. Today I'm going to smoke enough weed to die. I, I yeah. get to, let's move on from politically issue like uh, Jesse. so controversial issues here yeah jesse uh, is one of our uh electors got he got um he's been an elector twice now for trump oh uh, wow so we sent uh electors from the republican party what's up jesse can you hear us oh man his mic's not on I can hear you. Yeah. There you go. oh hi hi jesse law what's up this is this is gonna be one of the hits dyer this is gonna be one of the hits what do you mean? Oh, I'm. We're, oh, Jesse. First of all, we can't say the thing that I said last week that gets you kicked off of YouTube. I changed my mind. I'd actually like to keep this thing going, and and I said the two phrases that you can put together and get yourself kicked off, and it worked. I was amazed. Oh, crazy. That the algorithm wow. got you. The algorithm. Oh. got Computers. I don't even know what that is, so I'm out of the loop. I'm cool. telling you, you have to like you have to know the algorithm, and that's why people get mad at me because I'm so good at knowing the algorithm, and I hijack hashtags all the time um it's amazing you know they, they get they get very upset <laughs> yeah that's awesome there's a story in eight news now about you guys selecting electors and if uh -huh. I, if i were to read the story it would get kicked off of youtube because that's there are two claims that that are made in the story uh, but apparently there's no evidence down at the bottom of the story it's, it's very nice uh, i guess they don't know what evidence is yeah they do not it's not a thing. You guys haven't released the binders yet. Is that right? There's well, I mean, we had to put them into the court under court order. I mean, if you think about 130,000 people who have voting irregularities, uh, that's also an accusation of people committing a crime. And frankly, we don't know if those people were committing the crime and voting illegally or if somebody voted in their name. Okay, illegally. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, I'm, I'm confident there were plenty of victims. Right. So, like the deceased voters, like... That kind of thing. Oh, hey, so. Chris, Chris, what was that? We wanted to censure them, right? Yeah, I wanted to make a resolution in the county party to censure uh, dead people that voted. But like you just said, they could be victims. <laughs> they could not be the. Yeah, censure someone who's not alive. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you haven't been to CCRC, CRC. We can, we can, we can do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a certain church that can baptize people that aren't alive anymore. There's a certain party that can censure people that aren't alive yeah. anymore. It's all good. It's just, Dead people. just theater. But yeah, yeah the, the IT was repeatedly <laughs> asked to see evidence of alleged fraud. I could say that. But I can't mm -hmm. say the other part where it cost somebody the election. But it Don't is. Do that. I was talking to Katie about this. She won uh, uh, 59 to 39. Is that right? 64? Uh, 61 to 39. 61 to 39. That's a crush. And yeah, congrats. analogous and 
to the presidential race. You know, yeah. Union shill versus somebody who's outspoken and, oh, I don't like her, but, you know, a vocal yeah. minority. But in that race, way down ticket, you know, that, that went through kind of the way I would expect the presidential race to have gone so through. So it was kind of interesting because, you know, I think that uh, typically people don't vote down the ticket or they don't research the candidates that are down the ticket unless, again, you're, lo you're focused on local politics. I just, I knew that that was going to happen when I started running. So I knew that I had to make a name for myself in any way that I could at that point. Um, I really honestly just got lucky by going viral with the AOC tweet <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically just kind of calling her out for hypocrisy, yeah. um, you know, and then when I went viral with that, I just kind of kind of kept going off of it because I, I had people that messaged me that said, listen, I never vote for any of these candidates down the thing, like down the thing. I only vote for like county uh, commissioners and things like that. They're like, but we sought your name out because we knew we wanted to vote for you. Um, and I think that's so important. If you live in commission district B, Marilyn Kirkpatrick has been around politics for a very long time and she's yep. a, a county commissioner in, D, in B. I ran yep. against, I ran in 2016 against the dude that runs against her all the time. I didn't realize he was there. And it was Brett Whipple? Uh, Keith Williams or Keith, something like oh, that. But I don't know. He closed the gap this year, this cycle. He, yeah. Um, I was like, she won like 53, 47, something like that. And that's, you know, another yeah. one way down ticket. I mean, there's nothing about their names or anything like that that kind of would trigger people. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, I honestly gave 5% of my votes away in a sense, because I'm just like, well, if you don't know, you're going to go with the best sounding name. Right. And if, I mean, if you just, that's just how psychology works. That's just how people work. You know, if you, if you don't know and you just guess and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, you know, my name's Katie Williams. My opponent's name is Jeff Prophet. Prophet just has a negative connotation just in general, that, that whole word itself um, to a lot of people. Um, and not only that, but it was for a school board event. Um, and so everyone's just kind of like, oh, well, we're not going to put a guy on the school board. What's he know? You know, so uh, I think that like maybe 5% of my votes <laughs> probably went for, to that. But in the, at the end of the day, um, you know, I still crushed it. And it's just, and again, it's because people need to be outspoken, but you don't necessarily need to paint yourself as a super right-wing individual or left-wing individual. I think you just need to be outspoken with your message and be true with it because people will understand and people, and you, and you guys see it, you can see when someone's pandering to their audience and when they're not. So um, I think that's very important to, to, I guess, be able to dictate that. If you run up ticket, they're going to lose their minds. If you ever decide to, <laughs> uh, being top or bottom yeah. of the ballot also gets you a little bump when in the primaries when you're running against Absolutely. 20 20 weirdos. Uh, you know, you're the last one at the bottom of the list, or the the first one is actually like a percent. Yeah, everyone keeps distance. asking me to like run for governor next, and I'm like, guys, that's a big step. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, that's a it's a whole new race compared to a school board race. I'm not ruling it out, hey, but it won't happen for no, these ten years. No, it it can be done. We're going to start doing things like the Democrats do. We're going to have a machine. Jesse Law and yeah. uh, people that, that he speaks to are going to choose. I think Mark Amaday is up, up next. But I mean, that's, you know, I, I, we're going to have clowns that run. I mean, I'm calling you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. We no, have you're good. Hamilton, me. Oops, I hit my microphone. Yeah. Uh, I'm you know, trying to join the cl joint club clown. Con yeah, club. A goof. Like, you know, that's what I do. So save. Yeah. Save what you've built here and run for something that everybody else kind of chimes, not chimes in, but like research. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse knows how to um, handicap races. So, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I 
is like on people I would love to run for a bigger position but I don't want to leave the school district until something has been long lasting sure. positive change oh, you got so whether that's yeah. whether that's my first yeah. term my second term or well you know my third term um you know I mean I can only sit on the board for max of 12 years and if 12 years there's like one positive thing I've gotten done because I'm an open conservative I'm, I'm still gonna count it as a win <laughs> yeah. um you know obviously I hope I'm more successful than that but you know it I I also know the field I'm in, so. Watch out for these weirdos. I, I've been I've been talking to a lot of teachers and and uh, the yeah, the, um, that a lot of people support going back to school and everything that you say, but they're not as vocal as the weirdos online. Yeah. So yeah, and that's and that's why I'm so vocal because I know there are thousands of teachers out there that do. Um, you know, they mirror my sentiment and they want to go back to school and they want to have that choice and that freedom. Parents especially want to have that freedom and that choice. And that's why I kind of, so I am so vocal with it. I do get a ton of hate every single day and that's okay. I actually turn my notifications off. So if you ever want to get a hold of me, the best way to do so is just to text me <laughs> yeah. um, or, or email me like you do. Um, but yeah, I, so we're moving into a new house and my husband is finally, he's just like, you know, cause we've had people threaten to burn our house down. We've had people threaten to come to the house and meet me face to face and like, you know, give them, give me a piece of their mind, things like that, because all of my stuff is, you know, it's, I mean, it's kind of public record now. It doesn't really matter if I show it to you or not, it's public record. So, you know, where I live. Um, so we moved to a gated community and my husband's like, can we please get a PO box <laughs> and register that as your public address? I said, yes, we'll do that. Like, because my husband's a prior service Marine and I've been in the military for 14 years. So I'm still currently in, um, on a part-time status. And so it's really funny. Cause I tell people, I'm like, listen, you can come to my house, but if you threaten me, you may not leave on two feet. <laughs> don't you, don't you have a committee like registered for fundraising uh, stuff like that, that is addressed like at a PO box? Um, no, I don't like I, when I filed to run, I just filed it with my home address. And, uh, to be fair, I didn't really think that I would get, get hey, Jesse, make, sure that, uh, make sure that Ken Minster calls, uh, Katie, yeah. <laughs> would you, <laughs> we, we got to get Katie squared away. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm, it's really, I'm such a novice too, when it comes to running a campaign, because, you know, I, I obviously watch a lot of campaigns and I read a lot of, about politics, but my, my bread. so people ask me what I do for fun. And I actually read the policy laws that are coming to the floors to actually be voted on. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my fun because yeah. I know what's going on with like, I'll get a glass of wine. I'll read these laws. I'll laugh. I'll kind of roll my eyes and I'm just like, Oh my Lord. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to so. go. It's been 15 minutes. I have, I'm with my kids. All right, Love, Jesse. You. Okay. Love you. Bye, Jesse. Adios. Did we ask Jesse a question? We talked about the, the well, I mean, I did, but he, he didn't really answer. Oh, my God. We had Jesse Law. It was going to be epic, and we we, 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 banked shit. we missed the we missed the shot. You guys should have told me. I would have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> we missed the shot, Chris. We, oh, we could ask him a dozen questions. Yeah. I tried to ask him about the, yeah, all right. Next he time. gave us attitude then too. That was Jesse attitude. I don't think we'll ever get him back. Oh well. Oh, that was attitude. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's, it's probably because I just talk too much. I don't mean to, but no, no, no. He's been super busy too. It's it's been a real uh, yeah. uh, nightmare for him. He's he's been the one handling all of the legal oh. uh, stuff that's been going on. Yeah. With well, it can't be. Easy. I'm sorry, Jesse. That's I'm sorry. Fair. 
Jesse, Jesse, I'm sorry, we love Jesse. you. I'm We're sorry, sorry. I talked too much. Please call, please call back at a future show. We love you. I'm texting him right now and apologize. Sorry. It's all good. I, yeah, like, it, say sorry. Tell him that Katie yeah. says sorry. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I do talk a lot, so you guys have to just interrupt me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness we love goodness, jesse goodness. he's he's out with his kids that's what i mean like he's been grinding on this thing like it has been yeah. uh brutal uh i'll be honest if i was out with my daughter right I now it. i probably wouldn't have called in i'd have been like nope <laughs> yeah but i mean like i i have the story yeah, so that... hey you know what um katie you uh you're still moving right yeah uh, you want to uh bone out me and carl i got a bunch of stories to go through and everything we'll yeah just chopping it up we'll grind it out just grind it out <laughs> okay well yeah i mean no it's, it's it, i only you know obviously i always come on here if you ask me to i actually stopped having meetings um in the month of december uh i think the 14th was the last day of like official meetings for me right. um because i'm so so busy and i just wanted to like have a two-week decompression but if you guys ever ask me to come on for 20 30 minutes like i'm i'm all there for you just for um, you know, posterity's sake. And if you want to ask questions and things, like I said, I, again, I'll tell you what I can. Cool. Um, but now yeah. I fall under all kinds of different little laws. And so if I can't talk about it, you know, I'll just tell you like, Hey, listen, I can't talk about that because it's probably coming up for a vote and I can't tell you what I'm going to vote. Listen, for. Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris, 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 what's yeah. like, you're going to have to talk to Steven. Uh, we're going to have to start like another podcast. Like that's uh, what I was just thinking. Yeah. Like uh, Katie to the people, Katie yeah, to the people yeah. you can stream right to Facebook where we bring our questions from. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we bring, we'll bring yeah, questions, of the, questions that. of the, like, a, it could be like a, a, a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be Part all for that. that. You'd have to ask me all kinds of questions, but it, it, yeah, I mean, because again, I, you know, I, I use this phrase a lot. I tell people, you know, like I'm a Christian, a conservative and a Republican in that order. So um, there are a lot of things that I don't necessarily agree with the party on. Um, there's a lot of things that I don't necessarily agree with conservatives on, um, but I always make my decisions based on my faith. So some people like it. Some people don't. <laughs> well, cool. Right on. Well, cool. It was awesome talking with you. Hey, it was nice yeah. meeting you. Right on. All right. I'll see you guys later then. All right. Bye. Later. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, we really screwed up with Jesse. Oh, he's so mad. I know. We're, we're, we'll have to, we'll have to. Did you text him? No, you can't text him. You're on your phone. I text him. Yeah, I got this uh, story here. Hang on, let me show my screen. Damn it. Here we go. So that's, oh, the, that's the Democrat yeah. electors. Yeah, there's there's Jesse and I just think Jim Marchant. Um, I recognize Michael there. Uh, Jim DeGraffenreed. I believe, and a couple other His wife, I think. Yeah, that's not nice. She has a name. I don't know her name. <laughs> his wife? Yeah, his wife. Uh, yeah, so they, they went up to Carson City, and I guess this was the... Uh, I mean, this, this has been done before. I suppose another state had an issue, Hawaii, and sent alternate electors from both parties. And it turned out, I think it was during the Nixon... Uh, jfk election so yeah i would imagine since it as they say symbolic you need to do it in every state i would imagine every state does it but i guess not it was a big deal that we did it here 
right size broad right side broadcasting came and uh videotaped it so that was cool so that's history a little bit of history jesse's a little part of history right like He's this a- might be like depending how things roll out over the next several months jesse we can read about jesse in a history book in 100 years yeah no i just got from ap is this it wait no that's okay that's about the youtube crackdown where is no here we go now it is from the rt russia times but legal battle begins after maricopa county refuses to conduct forensic audit of dominion voting machines ordered by arizona senate um wow you can do that you can You can get wow. a subpoena for evidence and you can say no. I don't know. I heard there's like laws against that. I think it's kind of like saying you're not going to pay your taxes. Um, dudes with guns come and they seize the stuff. Yeah, but if you've already deleted it all, what are they going to take? Well, that's the point. Yeah, it's like they're basically barricaded in the house flushing cocaine down a toilet. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're, you, that's that is the that is the perfect analog, right? It's a, yeah, they're they're flushing the elite, the legal contraband, which is the illegal votes. And stop me if I'm going to get us banned. Um, no, uh, you just can't say what the result of that was. Okay, all right. Yeah, the the fraudulent votes that that happened, just being purged. Yeah, along with any record of legal votes as well so you couldn't even like it's like the election didn't happen you can imagine hypothetically if the if someone comes with a piece of paper and taps on your window and goes can i come in and 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 they just stand there and they go what no that i mean these are this is the same county that put up boards on the windows uh so they're not a i mean how, how can there be that many people in on this though they just think they're cute. It's, it seems systemic, right? Like it's everywhere. Yeah. Precinct level up in most states and, you know, higher in some other states, you know, where you know, they manipulate all the lower votes at a higher level. Yeah. The and Arizona. The, and the, and, yeah. So you got like in cities like Chicago, you got fraud at the precinct level where like the workers are like throwing away Trump votes, that type of shit. Right. And other like larger, weirder, kind of like more purple cities, probably like Las Vegas. You got workers that are, you know, fair at the precinct level, but then you got somebody up at like a, a county level that just manipulates everything. And since Clark County manipulates the state, you just got to manipulate Clark. You know? Yeah. And all the people at the precinct level, just they think they're honest and they think the, the fair elections are going on and, you know, just a little bit, little tweak, little software tweak, and then you can control counties and then states. You know, and the, the, you know, this is this is this is like war level stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> this is tactic. This is like guerrilla warfare. You know, it's like. Yeah, I mean, we're just they're stealing. They're stealing our cities. They're stealing our city and states through yep. the process that was created to protect us. I don't understand. By manipulating code. The article, I mean, they just, they, there has been no, I mean, you see this, I see this all the time. There has been no evidence. They don't know the definition of evidence. 
this is evidence. All this is evidence of wrongdoing. Like they would bring this up in court. If you were, if somebody knocked on my door and said, you know, I got this piece of paper and a gun, I need to come in. And I said, no, that'd be evidence at my trial. They keep courts ran upstairs. He locked, he locked the door. I feel like the courts are are just screwing us. Like they're like, we're not going to take this on. This no court wants to pick it up, none in the Supreme Court. Saying they have no fucking standing in a presidential election. What are you talking about? Did you hear those ta- the, the, the rumors about Roberts and them screaming in a room? About who? The, when the Justice Roberts? Went, oh, I saw something about that. What was that? Yeah, when the nine justices went into like their private chambers to discuss whether to take up the Texas lawsuit, like, like the assistants or like you know like the interns, all those kind of people out front. They say normally when they go into those private chambers to discuss taking a lawsuit, you can't hear anything, right? It's all soundproofed, and you know they they don't take phones in there, they don't take notebooks, anything. It's just a pure discussion, right? This time when they went in for this Texas, they, they, these, these interns are like, we heard Justice Roberts and all them screaming at the top of his lungs, he'll never pick up, we should never pick up this case. Just yelling, yelling at the other justices. All right. So I'm going to read from a very reputable website called Snopes.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. Okay. Did, oh, I'm false. That was all false, right? Did Supreme Court erupt in a shouting match over Texas voter fraud case? Fake news this is fake news, no matter who repeats it. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts screamed at the, that's the claim is that he screamed at the other U.S. Supreme Court justices to dismiss a text. Now, this is what they do. I've heard this. I've heard that they do this. Chief Justice Roberts screamed at the other U.S. Supreme Court justices to dismiss a Texas voter fraud case in December 2020. That's not true because he was screaming in his chambers. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the other justices. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Let's see. So they, they're saying he was screaming by himself. Wow. Yeah. Who's he screaming at? Um, it says, these rumors were bolstered by a video that showed a man describing a report he read online. The report was supposedly written by a Supreme Court staffer who allegedly overheard a loud argument behind closed doors at as the Supreme Court debated the matter. Oh, so the report is that they were in... Uh, yeah, they were behind closed doors. The, the the court was meeting, and that's when he was yelling. Maybe he's just a yeller. Maybe what he's really trying to say, okay. I don't want my children and grandchildren skinned alive. Uh, so yeah, or I don't want my Epstein logs to be released. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Period. The justices went into a closed room. When Texas case was brought up, he said he heard screaming through the walls as Justice Roberts and the other liberal justices were insisting, afraid of what would happen if they did right thing, moral cowardice. So he was yelling at them about their moral cowardice. He was yelling at the libs. Even he's had it. Apparently, I don't know. You think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he voted against it. Is that possible? That dude. He voted against it. He didn't vote for it. Right. So I don't know what he's yelling about. No, they're just twisting. They're twisting shit. They do with everything that happens. Like their departments and every news channel and, you know, government levels to twist everything that happens. 
it's like a program that just happens when shit happens this 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 has to happen yeah so what's going on with this solar winds you brought this there's no talent there's no the uh, yeah. hack the hack that no one even knows about yeah i um uh, this is a lot bigger than this is huge this is like remember that movie a global thermonuclear war or whatever that i think what was the guy was Ferris bueller was in it Matthew Broderick, yeah. War games. Yeah. This is war games level shit. Do you want to play a game? Right. Yeah, do you want to destroy the world? Do you want to play like, global thermal nuclear into those... Yeah, exactly. That's where we're at right now. With this, this solar wind hack. Basically, they use the security software of these servers to backdoor into the servers. I mean, the irony. <laughs> And they just got everywhere. They got everywhere. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, is this is this the one that like launches our nuclear codes? Is that what you were telling me? Like, this is the one that has access to servers. Yeah, to the, to the code, codes, authorization codes. The. Uh, sorry, somebody just called. It's all good. Um, where was I? Probably Jesse. The, 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 the power grid. How you know where the weaknesses are, where where certain modules are. So this is encrypted access codes. You know, just it's super villain type shit. To, yeah, keys to the kingdom shit. That's I mean, I'm telling you, bro. This is how I in my simulation games. I don't know if you watch this guy. I'm gonna recommend him, Mister. MBB three 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 calls himself the, the 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 sky watchman or something like that. He goes through all of the um, stuff on Earth, like the key, uh, the the um, uh, Yellowstone caldera, like all the seismic stuff. He shows everything around the world, all the planetary alignments and and stuff, and then he shows like videos of like weird craft in the sky, weird lights, weird. Uh, clouds that form around stuff, shit that's crashed in the Arctic, like on Google Earth. The dude every day brings me like these amazing nuggets of, of like bizarre shit. We're in a simulation. The aliens are coming to watch the end. And yeah, I mean, that's how it ends. We're going to nuke the shit out of ourselves, lose our power grid. We're going to be fucking cavemen. The ones that are left. <laughs> Carl's all over the place. <coughs> Oh man! I gotta, I gotta get off here. I gotta do some some work. It's all good. I'm gonna jump off too. Uh, I feel terrible that that I begged Jesse, Jesse. to come on and fucked it up. Yeah, yeah Rob didn't no. jump on this week either. I haven't seen Rob in forever. That's okay. Maybe next. Maybe next week. Maybe Jesse again. Yeah, yeah. All right, peace, man. All right, dude. Later. All right, I'm actually gonna play the outro. I'm gonna fuck around here. All right. Play with my toys. We find it. Fuck with me. Sorry, Jesse. It's fucked up. A bad friend. Dude's been grinding hard on this whole thing to try and get us our votes to count. Motherfucker is deep into the rabbit hole and I wasted his fucking time. <laughs>